Last time on Good Neighbors. June decides to stop running and calls James to bargain for Jude to have a full life. The visitor agrees, but their meeting is interrupted by the arrival of the rest of the Good Neighbors. Ultimately, they decide it's now or never. The visitor needs to be sealed away or the nightmare never ends. It is your turn. Oh, I think that Beck is gonna try to hit him again. Um, Go for it. Yeah. So now I think it has become a flat roll with all the pluses and minuses going on. For sure. It's, not, it's a failure. I'm considering using a luck point, but I'm afraid that that means that they like kill Chad. Where Where are you at, though? Five. Someone could help out. I have power of the heart, so so we get six. Get you to Flint, six. Do you want to use your reaction here and help out? Yeah. Okay. Guys, go for it. Plus cool, right? Yep. Minus two, plus one, seven. Seven. How do you how do you help out here as you expose yourself to danger, but also give that key opening that allows Beck to even make the shot? Uh, I'm I'm thinking as the tendrils are about to go down on Beck while Beck is swinging at it, I I flat out like get up from a pile of blood and fire the glove one more time before collapsing. Uh, yeah, you, you fire it off, and I think as you do so, uh, the glove itself starts, like, disintegrating. You may have, like, one more shot out of this before uh, you can really, before you can, like, can't use it anymore. Uh, as James is starting to, like, absorb magic from it. And, uh, Beck, you kick each other's ass. How much harm do you do? Five. Five. Yeah. Uh, you take three harm, ignore armor. Okay. Uh, as these tendrils finally I've, connect with the, I've magic if that helps. I think it, it does for sure. Okay. Uh, uh, what does it look like as you take the swing while also getting pierced by these four tendrils? Oh boy. Um, I think that like the the sword in Monster of the Week is just called Big Sword. So it's this heavy, unwieldy thing that Beck isn't super great at using because it's the furthest things from nunchucks that it could be. So it's just this very, like, crude diagonal slash across its chest. Uh, and they kind of just pierce each other, like, in tandem. And it's just like a big, muddy, bloody mess. <laughs> and Cassius, with your power of the heart, how do you save uh, Beck from the, like, at a, a perfect demise as the tendrils are, like, going through her lungs and neck? I think perhaps in like a lot of the motion and stuff is like as Cassius finishes up with June I think he's gonna stand and turn up turn around towards it I think maybe like a wind happens to catch by his arm and uh maybe James catches the scent of the hodag and that like throws him off because he thinks that maybe we somehow had 
that come along or something. Like a deal? Yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe just for a second, it puts him on the guard and it distracts him just long enough for Beck to get the hit in. I love it. I love it. Yeah, there definitely is that moment of, like, seeing you, there's, like, a, a recognition of, like, a psychic presence mm-hmm. that uh, they weren't aware of before, and it picks one of its tendrils up to kind of shield its face, like, looking around before Beck gets that good, good slice in. Uh, and it looks pretty hurt by this point. You can see that, that that thing didn't seal. Like, there is this, like, slash through its body where its, ar- its right arm, its neck, and what have you is separated from each other. There is this big open, like, canyon in its body that is not repairing. Uh, and uh, Cassius, this brings us to you. It's your turn. Okay. So, I think Cassius, a little delirious, a little... A little high, looking around, seeing everybody get fucked up by this thing's psychic powers, is gonna look <laughs> down at is gonna look down at Gert, and I think he's going to think back on every time that he's tried to discard her and how she's come back, and how he knows that no matter what happens, she'll always come back, and I think he's going to try to amplify all of those memories psychically knowing that james feeds off of memory trying to essentially be like this this memory being so strong he has to like it's it's distracting him basically you know what i mean like a beacon of i love it of yeah me and gert's relationship our little our little okay. friendship over the years oh okay <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um how to what the fuck would that be is he um, like, not trying idea. to detect anything. Mm-hmm. To me, this is a protect someone. You want to reduce the harm that James can do psychically, right? Basically. Then I think that's probably the way to go about it, because I think sensitive is more for like getting visions and hints. It, if it's a protect someone, would you want me to roll weird instead? Keep in mind I have a minus one weird, so it would be a minus three, which is fine. Mm. Uh, let's play this like we're uh, go ahead and roll it like let's get out of here uh, in that you're appealing to Gert to help you do this sure that sounds good to me it's a 5 and a 3 so it's an 8 plus 3 is 11 minus 2 is 9 right okay yeah for sure Uh, does anyone want to try to help out Uh, yeah I will uh, I will try to help out how do you do so? How do you help Cassius bridge that psychic gap? I think I'm going to um, give him a look and uh, tell him I'm joining the flat friend and uh, assure him that I'm going to assist. And Fair by enough. him knowing that I'm I'm coming in. Alrighty, uh, go ahead and give me the roll. Oh my. That did not help. Uh, you, you hear, who could have foreseen this sudden but inevitable betrayal? <laughs> oh, coming from James. <sighs> All I wanted was a moment's peace. There's like there a little whiteboard sign on a tree. How many days since our last <laughs> betrayal? <and> it's <laughs> back down to zero. <laughs> <sighs> Our shortest alliance yet. Our shortest alliance yet. <laughs> uh, 
I thought we could have had something. Ah, well. Uh, Cassius, uh, you do so. On a 7+, plus, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they're going to get. I'm going to say that at any moment, you can reroute one of the harms that someone else would get psychically to yourself. That's cool with me. Uh, so in, in theory, it could r- like rack up real fast, mm-hmm. but for a moment, you are kind of open and can and can reroute it. Sure. To reduce it. A little human shieldy there. Oh, yeah, Cassius is such a good, good, good <laughs> tank. <laughs> he does play tank a lot. <laughs> it's just because he's slippery. Okay. That brings us to June. It is your turn. Um, if I choose to act on what Cassius uh, persuaded me, do I get that XP, or was that only for last round? Uh, I'll, I'll throw it your way. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, June uh, is going to uh, gingerly get to their feet and is going to, uh, you know, really take in the situation of how hurt Flint and Beck both are and, uh, you know, the devils are, are getting their asses kicked pretty good and is going to um, throw the pocket watch into the air and as it is falling, pull their... Uh, hand cannon out and try and shoot through the pocket watch into James. Uh, okay. Go ahead and give me a, a kick some ass. Oh, are you sure not use magic? Are you sure? Because it's not a real gun, it's a magic gun. Were you going for uh, like, yeah. the, uh, like the scatter effect of the burn everything thing? I know yeah, that has I'm like trying a burst to use or burn everything, uh, but I want to shoot through the watch to hit James. Okay, this is harder to do than just shooting him. Sure. Uh, uh, so you can make that roll, but do it with a, an additional minus one here. Okay. So I'm at a total of minus three or four? Three. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Oh. Well, that that could not have gone better. Uh, that is going to be a ten total. Oh, very good. Uh, what does it look like as you blast through this watch? And I'll narrate um, what happens to James. I think June has never seen James like really sweat before, let alone like be hurt. And seeing, you know, Flint damage the tentacle and seeing Beck get this huge hit on it and seeing Cassius like mentally distracting him, June is remarkably encouraged throws the pocket watch up, quick draws their gun uh, under their breath, like so quietly, I don't think anyone hears it except for maybe Cassius says Wamacha Javad and uh, a blast of fire shoots out of the hand cannon into the watch, shattering the watch into tiny particles that go with the fire into James they uh, like a like shrapnel spread through James's body uh, and the visitor it, it's like form splits as if it's got like several different clones but only at the waist like it seems to like its body is distorted through time in this one sort of stop motion video almost like it looks horrific to see as its body reels back and then forward in pain uh, as it and we see like different stages of that transition all at the same time if that makes any sense mm-hmm. uh there's this sort of, yeah, 
this a bizarre sort of uh, spatial time effect on it as it uh, reels back in pain and it starts to kind of try to solidify itself back again into one's particular moment uh, but it looks pretty weak right now uh, that's that's my turn that's a pretty good turn yeah yeah I don't think I have anything else uh, Emmett and the Bulwark you know of course are doing their kind of yeah. also fighting also shooting or whatever yeah. I think um, uh, also uh, Dr. Garcia is like Every now and again, we'll back up and try to like flip through their like their little notebook of like, okay, what do I do here? What do I do here? What do I do here? Kind of trying to like piece together like what's the best thing to do right now. I, I feel like they're also probably like doing a good job of like pulling people out as they like psychically get dropped. So like For as sure. a bulwark member gets psychically dropped, like Emmett is there pulling them to safety, or as one of the the devils goes down, uh, you know, he's providing cover to to get them out. Absolutely, absolutely. They're all they're all fighting together and trying desperately to get each other out of the way of things. They have to have someone at any given time pulling someone out, waking them back up as James knocks them out uh, with this intense pain to the head, uh, and then someone else will stand back up and and start going at as one as another person gets their bearings and tries to recollect themselves. It is you know, like this. Uh, it's a big mess, to be honest. It does not look clean. No one here is looking like they're like on their game, a master fighter, because none of them can think straight right now. Uh, uh, Flint, brink of death. What do you do? I get up. I look at my glove, like falling apart and smoking. Uh, I look at Beck and June. He's pretty hurt. We gonna try to seal him now? Can't we just? Why can't we just dip and just let him? Try to recover. What do you mean, seal him? Chuck's your boss man's book. We we need to trap him permanently. Okay. If you could get a powerful enough spell, I have an idea for a power source. Okay, but if it doesn't work, we all are running now. We see, uh, as you were having this conversation, uh, uh, Loon is, like, trying to bring down this chainsaw on top of the visitor's myriad form and is picked up by one of the tendrils and thrown far into the water. Uh, We see uh, these, like, little bubbles come up over top as something is probably chasing him underneath the water here. We see... Magpie uh, cries out and dives after him. For sure. Uh, they uh, connect with one another and try to like swim back together uh, while evading uh, some kind of undersea creature. We see Emmett as like scattered papers on the ground to try and figure out something, but can't think straight. Uh, as in the water, they uh, uh, they can keep seeing this sort of reflected image of uh, uh, his sister, uh, Rashida's mom, uh, and is, is like having this severe pain headache. It's it's chaos all around. Also, the bulwark members, some of them, this is one of their earliest fights. They don't fight monsters often, so this is like a big step up. It's not looking amazing. So, as far as giving them a power source for a big magic spell, I would like to permanently lose my my magic glove. I see it. I see, like, the magic is being absorbed into James into the visitor and that gives me the idea of well why not just reverse it so that the magic is going into whatever spell they're doing permanently blowing up this uh 
this item never to be uh, what it looks like we're, we're gearing up towards here is a big magic which we have not used in this game before but it is a move that is uh, always is along here uh, and to do that which is seal James's power in some way it will have a specific side effect or danger you need to use magic to do it uh, you'll need a, a lot of people so two and it needs rare uh, and weird ingredients or supplies so I'll take the glove as the rare weird ingredients Where's or supplies June in relation to Flint and Beck I think far away, right? Because you two have been fighting uh, the, the visitor like a little distance as someone carried June to safety. I think it was Loon. Do we know how to leave? Not currently. Yeah. Or you can assume maybe the shack has something to do with it, but... Right. Okay. I feel like we should have like an exit in mind before we try to crack it off. Because if it doesn't work... If it doesn't work, we're all dead at this point. The, the visitor will follow us. All right. Uh, I think Beth will start calling for June, hoping that June can just teleport over here. That will be on their turn. True. Well, can Flint and Beck do it, or does it need to be two magical people? So, as you said, magic had to be part of it. Uh, at least one of you has to use magic okay. and kind of know the thing. I mean, Flint yeah. can do it. In theory, yeah. I, I think it should be you and June. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to weird science this into a power source, right? That would be good. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's gonna have to be you and June. So let me roll that weird science. Seven. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, it takes a weird thing for sure, uh, which is itself. Yeah. I'm gonna say it won't work exactly as you intended, but it will work. Okay. So Flint's just got his little screwdriver and he's like coughing up blood. He's like, gotta be smart, not strong. Gotta be smart, not strong. Gotta be smart, not strong. Okay. We got Beck. What are you doing? Uh, Beck is going to... I'm afraid of leaving Flint's side because this place is so spatially fucked up. Uh, That's fair. You don't have to be touching June to cast the spell. That's... That's... Okay. But I have to... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still want to try to get June's attention. Uh, so I'm going to scream for June. And maybe try to do something beyond human limitations with magic. Which it would be to what? make my voice extremely loud. So no matter where they are, they can hear me. Uh, if you would like. For sure. Okay. You might also just try to use to like get to them if that's something you want to try. If your goal is just to be near them. Yeah. Okay. Can Flint come with me, or does Flint need to stay? Uh, if you use Beyond Human Limitations, I'll let you like pick him up and fly. Not fly, I'll but fly. jump. Okay, but I'll be strong. Uh, sure. Uh, so it's a negative two. Mm -hmm. That is. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, make it a negative one. Uh, as Cassius is currently intercepting the uh, uh, psychic radio signals. That's an eight. Nice! Uh, Alright, an eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, pick a glitch. We have effect is weakened, effect is of a short duration. Uh, you take a minus one harm, ignore armor, or a one harm, ignore armor. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention as a problematic side effect. I'm gonna do... The effect is weakened. Uh, okay. 
you get close to June. You don't get all the way there. You couldn't touch each other right now. But if if June were to say get up and run towards you, they could do so in a short enough time. Okay. But you, but you aren't near them yet. You are not totally out of like the visitor's range yet. If the visitor decided yeah. to try to attack you, Beck has uh, a heavy sword, heavy armor, and is trying to like carry fucking flint. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's it's rough. Yeah, you can feel this uh, unearthly weight against you, uh, as it's as if like the world is trying to eat your feet as you run. It's trying to swallow you. It's trying to distract you. It's trying to slow you. The world wants you to die here, and it's hard to fight against. Alrighty, and Cassius, what do you do? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is it is there anything I could do to just maintain what I've been doing, or is that sort of like? I think that'll just pa- extend for as long as you would like, because if you're willing to accept the pain from other people, that's fine by me. Yeah, it's cool with me. Um, would I spend my turn doing that, or is that just like ongoing? No, you, you can do something else okay. if you'd like. Um, let me check the wording on one thing really quick. Sure. Okay, I would like to, in my slightly psychically aware state, use a metaphysical oops. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. I knew it was gonna be uh, Okay, can you read me oops real quick? If you, uh... If you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper. You will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. So I'm thinking in opening myself up psychically, I might catch some kind of... That is an extremely clever use of that move. I don't know. It might not work as I want. Or maybe I just find a spoon in the mud or something below me and I'm like, nice, I can use this. I love it. I think you see a weird scene in your head. You see uh, that series of shacks from before that you came through to get here uh, that the, uh, the, the beacon had been sort of staying at. And the 13 coins thing keeps picking up back in your head. And I think by, by sitting in the back of your brain, your, your head connects to it pretty quickly once you open yourself to this psychic environment. You can see this, uh, as if you've been seeing through James's eyes again, this, uh, uh, this situation uh, where uh, the Beacon members sometimes extend claws and seem to have this sort of feral uh, like uh, behavior to them and sometimes rush at other members or uh, parts of the building or scrape through parts of like the wood or other animals or gators in the area. And when they do so... Uh, members who are not in that state just walk behind their doors, which have those 13 coins, and they are safe. That for some reason that wards those that situation off. I think you can see that like James imparted like, okay, you're gonna have these powers. When you do, there's this threat. Do this, and it won't be a problem anymore. Do I think that this might work against James or later I think on? It's more of a, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I think other than that, Cassius is just going to stay locked with Gert. And I think you didn't realize it before, but the two of you were like hugging yeah. like she is a baby you're holding. Yeah. And she's got like her little arms around your neck. I like that. <sighs> One of these I days, I want Cassius's oops uh, to allow him to uh, find a real toothpick that was used by Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> 
it comes full circle. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, uh, June, it is your turn. Um, I am going to uh, run forward. I don't know exactly what Flint and June had, or what Flint and Beck have planned, but seeing Beck, like, Hulk jump while carrying Flint, and seeing Flint, like, hooking up wires and stuff, I'm assuming that uh, they were running towards me for a reason. Mm-hmm. You do so. Uh, you can get to them, and you guys can have a conversation if you can make it quick. Uh, in the meantime, the rest of the team is, like, fending off uh, the visitor as they've started to walk towards you. It looks like with that uh, uh, watch destroyed, they aren't teleporting right now. They're just uh-huh. sort of slowly ambulating towards you as their little tendrils stick into the water and kind of help pull them forward. Their body is, like, kind of sloughing off of itself, and that, like I said, that weird distortion-y like as if they're like different seconds in time and refixing themselves and slipping through different seconds of time and refixing themselves and moving towards you. Oh, what's the what's the play, boss? All right, here's the short version. I, w- I was looking through uh, Beck's boss's book, Big Book of Spells, and we we could stop James once and for all if we could seal him, them, it here. If we could seal it here. We could stop James once and for all. It's going to take a great amount of power. You guys are going to have to, on the fly, put together a big spell that both of you do. I've got a battery for you guys to use, and I hold up what was once my magic glove is now just this, like, glowing orb of electricity. This should give you all the juice you guys need. I can't really do much else for you guys. Um, I am going to, uh, look towards Beck and, uh, take the glove and kind of, like, hold it out between the two of us and go, can we do this? Uh, looking at the glowing, crackling orb under her breath, Beck says, Rasengan, and also grabs it. Uh, you say that, and in the distance, as you make this joke, I think we see that uh, uh, Dr. Garcia, two members of the Bulwark, and Bishop are being strangled by uh, by the, the visitor right now, and are looking like they're like deep blue in the face, uh, as the other uh, team members are running towards them to save them, kind of in slow motion right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Um... As we begin to, like, work on this magic, uh, June is going to, like, bump farheads with Beck, not in, like, a, like, aggressive way, but, like, as they, like, connect, uh, June will say under their breath, uh, for what it's worth, I'm sorry. I think that, um, Beck kind of brings their head back a little bit and then does aggressively headbutt you. (laughs) reconnects their foreheads and she's like sniffling and she's like you're already forgiven we're gonna do this but we're gonna do this my way it's not sacrifice and it's not secrecy it's structure and it's discipline we're doing this together and we're getting rid of him and you don't get to go back and he doesn't get to come for you You're not his. Um, June is like crying and uh, repeats after Beck uh, structure and discipline. 
Uh, it's hero time. Oh. <laughs> uh, June, go ahead and roll use magic. And Beck, go ahead and roll help out. You may either use cool or uh, weird. Okay. I would like to use weird. Alrighty. Woo. It's time. Okay. It's hero time. It's hero time, baby. You have no, just a minus one right now as Cassius psychically holds the, <laughs> uh, the visitor back. Okay. So I do help out and uh, June does mm-hmm. magic. Okay. Let's do it. So bad. I got 12. With uh, Cassius's assistance, I am at a six. So with Bex, I'm then at oh. a seven. A seven? Okay. Oh boy. Um, you got James Juice in your fucking blood now, so I don't know <laughs> what that does. Um, <clears throat> choose a glitch. Effect is weakened. It's of a short duration. You take one harm. It's going to be worse than one harm because this is big magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention or it has a problematic side effect. So here's the deal. Uh, I don't want to do anything that would weaken this spell. And we are in uh, fucking hell dimension. So I don't want to draw unwelcome attention, which leaves me one choice, which is uh, harm baby which is like dealer's choice (laughs) I think that could like trap me here which Uh, I I won't do that I wouldn't steal your character from you can Uh, I would the damage from that be psychic like would I be able to help reduce it by taking it on myself or would it be uh, some another source yeah it's from June doing the magic like it's from yeah yeah Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the harm. If this is, if this is how we go, this is how we go. Uh, I still have a hold, though, from, uh, what could go wrong that allows me to reduce the harm someone takes by one. Beautiful. Uh, June, you were gonna take, uh, three harm from this. It's reduced to two by Cassius doing what now? Um... I think maybe, I don't know. Would it be enough to just say that Cassius, as he's like crying blood, turns and winks at June and like <laughs> and like re inspires them with just the. the it's not an inspiring <laughs> visual! Because uh, <laughs> it's not like Power of the Heart, right? This is like the. I'm trying to think about it. like a, a dentist office hang in there poster. It's a man crying blood winking <laughs> I think maybe I think maybe June is uh, like in this wake is reminded of Cassius dropping his gun to spear tackle the dude for like the high risk high reward and it inspires June to go for the high risk high reward and shrug off some of the damage just by the 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 sheer recklessness of Cassius. <laughs> sure, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was a stretch. I'll take it. Uh, alrighty, uh, June. What are you at? Okay. Uh, that would have had me at seven. So reducing it by one will put me at six. So you are barely alive. That <laughs> yeah. would have killed you. <gasps> Holy shit! Oh yes! Oh, I thought you die at eight. Do you die at seven? When all the boxes are full, you die. Oh, oh my shit. god! Okay. 
Oh my god! I just said we're not doing sacrifice in secrecy. Oh, very, very good. Okay. I've done that then. Whoops. I will uh, reveal to you the very specific side effects. Now, the danger involved here. When you seal James, or when you seal the visitor, you are taking like a part of it and splitting it into multiple pieces so that like any single individual can't do the things it can do. To weaken James enough that you can seal James right now, you need to take a substantial amount of his essence and seal it within yourself. You will be more than ever part monster at the end of this. You will be something else other than human, and James, or the visitor, will be in its own little way along for the ride. But James, or the visitor, will not be wreaking havoc on Constance for a very long time. Do you accept? So I essentially trap him so that he is not an active player on the board anymore, but I am altering myself to do it. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, you take like a piece of the visitor's soul and it's in you now. Yeah. Sounds like you become uh, like a horcrux effective. Shanks. Yeah, but also. But fuck Rowling. Anyways, but yeah, that is inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, the yeah, yeah. Gets. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. I, I thought I was dead there for a second, so yeah. <laughs> uh, Being a monster, uh, part monster is better than that. Your body. You hear your bones crack as your you get taller. You feel your muscles stretch, and in some places the skin rips, and you do take that to harm as your body is forced to adjust to this new existence. Uh, and uh, tell me what it looks like as a team when the visitor is sealed once and for all. Everyone may take a little piece of this little juicy tidbit here. Do we get to what drop... Is- the bomb in terms of like what the visitor is oh oh yeah yeah absolutely uh Andy do you want to take a guess at what the visitor was um I mean my guess was always uh some sort of like fae or kind of like Sandman the Endless type being. Uh, the Twitter poll landed on a Muppet. Uh, yeah. Which I, I don't I don't think. Um, uh, Alien has been kind of like my weird ace in the hole because Visitor is feels very E.T. But I'm I'm gonna stick with like some sort of fey creature. It's much weirder. Uh, uh, Flint, what's the first thing that happens? Um, I'm going to say, as they both reach out to the little lightning orb thingy, it shines brightly, flashes, and then splits off, sucked into each of their arms, and they are both glowing, hair on end, eyes pulsing with magical energy from this device they just absorbed. Oh. So anime. Beautiful. Uh, Beck, what happens next? 
I think that they keep saying structure and discipline over and over again. And it slowly kind of turns into uh, go away. And then it turns into I'm not yours. And the uh, like electricity starts to sort of crackle and funnel out of them and it starts to seep like into the entire realm and the whole realm is just like ablaze with currents of this like white blue lightning. Hell yeah. Cassius, what happens next? I think maybe uh, Cassius is still trying to distract it psychically. So maybe it's getting a little desperate and trying to eat memories, but Cassius keeps throwing up all the fake memories from his alternate identities that he's created over the years. Oh my god. Uh, So it's like, it's, you know, it's just sort of like confusing it and it's like, it's trying to eat memories that aren't real. And what does it visually look like? Uh, like from an outside perspective or like in, in however you like, I mean, either in its mind or it's, what is it body doing? I think, yeah, we think just see Cassius like hugging Gert and sort of like maybe, uh, uh, like in a way saying goodbye to a lot of these personalities and memories and like uh we just see sort of like a siphon of almost like shifty air going from him towards uh uh, the visitor as like the visitor's drawn to the next most self-destructive person (laughs) (laughs) i love it there's a visual that we see like fanning out from the solid caches a bunch of these like translucent other caches disappearing psychically like punches him (laughs) oh my god i love it okay the green Uh, the green lantern of con men Extremely good. Uh, And June, how is... What does it look like when the visitor is sealed? Um, I think, like, as the spell is going on uh, and, like, June's, like, body is, like, contorting and, like, bones are breaking, um, June starts, like, collapsing and Flint runs and is essentially, like, holding June upright. And, um... Beck has, like, reached out and is, like, trying to keep June's eyes, like, locked with hers as they are repeating over and over again, structure and discipline, structure and discipline, go away, go away, I am not yours. And, like, they're just locked in this mantra. And um, as the, like, final change is coming on June and June's words start really faltering, Cassius is... uh, encouragement of prove us right like rings out and um the the last thing that june says with beck is i am not yours prove us right i am not yours and uh the creature that is the visitor is like each final phrase like more of it is being like split off and shriveling up and being split off and shriveling up until finally there's one left and it uh, rushes towards June and then disappears. 
It uh, is scattered into this sort of ethereal world. This uh, orange aurora in the sky begins to distort. Uh, we see the pieces of its like little pocket watch start to reconnect together as we see this like uh, like a loop, uh, uh, like shifty air tendril start to swing out and slap the water around it before it cracks again. Uh, we see each of the uh, people who are being strangled by the visitor uh, drop to the ground and <laughs> as color starts to return to their face. <clears throat> we see Loon and Magpie uh, ripping off these like uh, dark eels out of the water, like pulling them off of their skin as blood is leaking everywhere from them. We see that the uh, the visitor broken into these many pieces, one of which has just passed through June. Uh, we see that James Pale, the visitor, Slender Man, is no more, as it is structured into a, a bunch of different pieces and is no longer holding power over anything at all. And it's gone. And it's just you. And still water. There's muck everywhere. There is light again. And you can start to remember things. Your head doesn't hurt as much as it did before. But you feel different. But the threat is gone. And it doesn't feel like monsters are charging towards you anymore. Like you were in extreme danger. You're just standing there, catching your breath. What do you all do? We, uh... We gotta go back for Chuck. I I think Beth is gonna, like, sluggishly try to make their way to, like, where all of the sort of various gang and bulwark NPCs and Garcia are and try to start corralling everybody together. I walk up to June and I just give them a hug. I just hug them as close as I can. I think you're already holding them. Oh yeah, I'm oh yeah. I'm already holding you, so I just hug you as close <laughs> as I can. Am I like Bo Burnham tall now? Yeah, yeah. I would say that's accurate. Is he just really tall or is the room really small? He's huge. <laughs> He's very big. Look at him next to his wife. He is huge. He's married? Oh shit. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose you, kid. Thanks. Uh, it it hurts real bad, Flint. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Cassius, man, I said 24 hours. How long did you wait? Like two weeks? Jesus. Like two minutes. Yeah? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I tried. Uh, but it was about 10-15 minutes. Oh, well. Time, time moves real wonky here. I would have believed you if you had told me you held out. I tried. Did we win? Uh, June, like, looks down at their weird, like, limbs now, and is like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think so. 
I think we won. Maybe we don't so much win until we get out of the swamp. Yeah, Chuck's still collateral, ain't he? Do you think my stump's infected? Holy shit, what happened to your hand? It's all part of a long con. Don't worry, you pretty little head, June. I've got a plan. We we should start going. Yeah. Yeah, we should. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I do a head count. Um, so it looks like everyone is alive, but not without serious injury. Uh, uh, Emmett has almost a collapsed trachea. Uh, Loon and uh, Magpie both have some, uh, like, missing chunks out of their legs and arms. Uh, uh, Bishop is blind. Like, his eyes burst, or their eyes burst. Uh, and, uh, from, like, the, the psychic stress. Uh, and uh, I think Lefty's pretty okay. Lefty and Juice are fine because they're they're the more combat oriented too. They're, they're still like banged up, of course, but I think I don't think I have any uh, like big injuries on them. Chalamet's good. Chalamet uh, is going to have like a hard time breathing and talking mm-hmm. and, and doing a lot of like physical activity for a long while because uh, his body's just not going to recover at any good pace. He's pretty. He's in his like late fifties, early sixties, I recall. Mm-hmm. How about two, like, Warkies? Uh, extremely frazzled. <laughs> I think uh, they have also sustained some some hefty damage, i.e. broken fingers and, and like, pierced hips and things like that. Uh, I think more than anything, though, this is a, this is what I'm getting into. Jesus Christ. I can see them as, like, they aren't as injured because they were more like, careful about all of their moves, but then they also probably did less damage than... I would say that's probably accurate. Did. Like, they were just a little bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. It's like, it's like a Berserker v. Fighter difference there. But yeah. Here you are. Uh, I think the trek back to the shack is quiet. I think that this sort of like looming evil is constantly present in that there is this clear recognition that there is something out there in this world or this other sort of realm which hosts this great, terrible evil, this vicious collection of monstrosities that is just always around. And I think that can uh, maybe dim the victory a little bit with this new knowledge. But none of it seems to attack you on your way out. Uh, as you get towards the shack, you see sitting in it is a, uh, is a scratched up bloody Chuck Hayes with a broken sword. And he's, sta- he's like leaning against the wall, just breathing... And he gives you a thumbs up. I think back, 
you know, makes a beeline uh, for him, sort of like uh, dropping their sword and maybe like throwing off their like heavy gauntlets and whatever to get over to him as fast as possible. He quickly recounts and we see that the moment that James did that like big old whistle, we see the heads perk up of each of the beacon members that was standing near uh, uh, Chuck in the swamp. And they all collectively understood, oh, it's killing time. Mm -hmm. And that uh, uh, Chuck pretty quickly called on to that and decided to take some defensive maneuvers. I think that kind of doesn't ask for permission and kind of just throws their arms around Chuck's waist uh, into a hug. And I think now is when they kind of let themselves take like a deep breath and almost like kind of let themselves enter more of a victory state knowing that he's alive. You hear a, a very fatherly <clears throat> as he makes dad now he says as you kind of give him the good kind of pain. We all have broken ribs. You're not special. <laughs> You're all very special. You're all very special. <sighs> wow. I assume this means you won? Yeah. That, uh, book gave us some ideas. Thank God. They are probably waiting on the other side of the door here. I think I scared them off at least a little bit, but Jesus. Um, you, uh, I can't remember your name, I'm sorry, motions to June. Uh, you can, you can teleport, right? Uh, yeah. Do you think Cause this right here, and uh, uh, James taps the shack, is some kind of portal. Do you think you could use it to just, I don't know, send us somewhere else? If it works similarly to my jacket, I might be able to figure it out. Okay. I'll lend a hand as best I can. Use magic? <laughs> yep. Nice and simple. This is basically turning the power on, on like the, the Astro Gate, you know? Mm. The Stargate or whatever. Alright, let's try this. You know, only a minus one, but you can add plus one because Ch Chuck is helping right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at a five. I hope two people can help. <laughs> Can Cassius power of the heart it? I think while you're in this realm, sure. Sure. Because the universe is a monster. Uh, it's, it's really ready to eat you. Uh, I'm go real for it. hurt. Cassius. Sorry, my dice suck. <laughs> Cassius, how do you help? I think Cassius is maybe still sort of like half psychically active and maybe still shielding us a little bit from that psychic stuff of the world. And that's why it's like negating the negative one. For sure. Sounds good. Uh, and I need one more. Flint is also going to help and rolled a seven. 
plus one, minus one. Uh, sure. And Flint is helping by pulling uh, some components out of his bag and going, uh, I didn't forget this time. And <laughs> handing them over to uh, June. Okay. Uh, go ahead and choose a glitch. Uh, let's see here. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Uh, the effect is weakened. It's of a short duration. I take one harm, ignore armor, and die. Uh, <laughs> Magic shows un, uh, immediate unwelcome attention, and it's a problematic side effect. Uh, I think... Uh, I think short duration doesn't work here, so yeah. we'd pick, let's pick one that's not that. Gotcha. Uh, I will say problematic side effect. Okay. Uh, I don't want uh, to draw the attention of the bulwark, so... The beacon. Or not the bulwark, the beacon. Yeah. A lot of bees. The bulwark, the beacon, and the bureau. Bee groups. <laughs> the bees. Uh, anyways, uh, where do you go? Um, I think I was aiming for the uh, the devil uh, clubhouse. Okay. Uh, the world around the shack seems to move at this like very dramatic high speed pace where you see the, the scenery of the Great Two Below, the, the ocean waters, the McGann Harbor to uh, the city streets of Constance to the headquarters of the South Swamp Devils. And uh, the front door to the headquarters opens. Um, problematic side effect. So, yeah, the door opens. Uh, and I assume you guys step out onto, like, the nice couch... Well, okay, couches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, like, mismatched, like, lawn chair slash uh, love seat and what have you. Like the, uh, you know, the makeshift furnitures and all of that of the, the headquarters and kind of try to catch your breath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you turn around, the uh, shack is no longer there. Uh, it's sort of it was more of a gate than a moving ship or something like that. Uh, and uh, the camera returns to the shack back in its place in the swamp in this world, and we see that a, a large group of the beacon uh, was waiting outside of it for someone to emerge. And when no one did, uh, they stepped in. They put their hands on the side of it, and they nod, realizing the breadth of what it can do. And there is this sort of excited energy to them. Don't love that. But we cut back to the headquarters. Reverend can flex. Is there any chance of saving uh, one or both of Bishop's eyes? Uh, you can certainly give it a try. Uh, I think... Even if you do heal it, it'll take some time to like kind of readjust. It's a very sensitive space. Sure, yeah. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and give me an, a, one last use magic here to, to save uh, Bishop's vision. Um, I'm going to tell Bishop, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't think I trust myself to, to do that kind of magic right now. But Beck, can you give it a shot? Sure. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that responsibility. No problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I got I'll it. Help out. Oh, no problem. Uh, you start to like step back, but <laughs> Bishop like holds your hand so you don't step too far away. 
and you can feel them kind of do that pain squeeze. Like, this is making it easier for me. I'm sorry if it hurts for you. Got an eight on help out. Is use magic? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a seven. A seven. Okay, go ahead and choose a glitch, because it's total eight. Uh, ba ba uh, effect is weakened. Effect is of a short duration. You take one harm. Draws immediate and welcome attention as a problematic side effect. I feel like just taking a harm isn't really good enough for something as sort of significant as a person's eyesight. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do problematic side effect. Okay. So maybe they, they get... Weird cat eyes or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or they like... You can see, but you can also see terrible secrets <laughs> or something. Um, uh, for sure. Maybe they could see, but terrible light sensitivity. Hmm. I'm gonna say, <laughs> uh, see in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop's eyesight becomes hazy and, and, uh, fluid for a second. And I think that, uh, it will come out till later, but Bishop, uh, I think is now, because their eyes are born from magic, uh, can start to see glimpses of the magical world uh, more consistently, but in kind of flickers, uh, which can cause a sort of paranoid doubt of like, was that something? No. Was that something? No. Uh, and uh, uh, they, will, they will be able to see, and maybe with some training, they might be able to make that into something more serviceable and usable, but for a little while, especially as they're getting their bearings with it, it'll be uh, scary for a little bit. Okay. But they can see. Uh, and their eyes will still have to adjust. They'll have to kind of strengthen back up. Uh, I, I assume that uh, uh, Beck, like, puts uh, her hand over the eyes, yeah. I, I, you know, open their lids, and I take a squirt gun, and I <laughs> squirt some water in there. Uh, then never mind. I think they go, ah, fuck, why? Uh, uh, it oh. works! <laughs> I, uh, okay... Uh, and everyone kind of tries to calm down and recuperate. <sighs> hey, you guys. Just be honest with me. Mm. Do you think I should go see a doctor about this shit? Yes! <laughs> yes, but we're also probably going to have to get something together to replace it. Also, we need a cover story. Gator. Mountain? Yeah. Gator. I've got so many options. Why pick only one? <sighs> did anyone say, like, uh, I kind of blacked out a little bit, but did anyone say anything cool, like, uh, like, uh, we revoked your visitor pass or anything? <laughs> uh, nah, I think we, we were do some cool shit. Uh, that's too bad. <sighs> I mean, back in June said some really, like, sweet and dramatic stuff, but no no action movie one-liners. Thanks for coming to get me, y'all. Of course. <laughs> that was never a question. Uh, as we kind of pull out of this scene... As everyone kind of try, is starting to like bandage their wounds, I think some people pull a couple beers out of the fridge, and I think someone just turns on the TV 
and just reclines in a chair and it's like Jesus H fuck That's, uh, I need a second to breathe uh, we cut across town to uh, Jude Keaton sitting in their armchair watching TV over and over again and they uh, are sitting next to like their parents who are also watching the show uh, and Jude blinks looks down at their the chips on the, the table takes one eats it um hey um hey ma uh what if I, I go out for tonight I know it's it's a little late or oh my gosh it's daytime I'm sorry um wow uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go outside uh, and we see uh, Jude's mom go, uh, okay, sweetie, um, just, uh, you know, check in. Text me when you're, text me whenever you get where you're going, okay? Um, okay. And she just seems like, oh my god, this is the most kids emoted in, in weeks. And uh, we see Jude step outside and just, like, start jogging through town. And they uh, uh, pass by like a, a newsstand, and they go, uh, "Hey, Mr. Warner, can I get one of your?" Yes, thank you. And they like take a bit of candy, and they start eating it, and they start running through town. Uh, they see them like jump onto like one of the light posts, do that thing where they swing around it, and they go woohoo! As they uh, continue uh, uh, running about the place, we see one of their friends go, "Jude, holy shit!" What are you doing outside? Uh, and uh, June, out of their uh, pocket or out of like their backpack, like throws a frisbee at them. They catch it and they say, uh, let's, "Let's go to the park." And they are just oh. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, let's go." Uh, and everyone just seems uh, excited to see Jude Keaton's out in the town again. And uh, unless anyone has any closing thoughts, I think we're gonna uh, close out there. I just want to say I think that was a really restorative and relaxing interlude and I can't wait to sort of ramp it back up and get back to yeah, the next monsters. mystery yeah, can't wait yeah Jesus Christ by far my favorite five hour interlude <laughs> <laughs>